the last thought I had before we jumped on this call was I've lost my way by never getting lost. And what I meant by this, this was, this was the final sentence that I wrote when I did my 10 minute writing exercise, which today, again, I did very late, basically an hour ago or so. And today when I did my, when I did the 10 minute writing exercise, I started off by writing today. I don't know what to write about. And then I wrote, usually I always take just one moment before starting the exercise to ask myself, what do I want to write about? And that led me off a trail as I was writing it, that I like to prepare myself for performance, right? I ask myself, what am I going to write about? There's an idea that pops up. And then I'm like, now I'm ready to start the exercise. Why? Now I know I have some clarity. So I know this won't be a waste of my time. And I know it's going to produce a result, something satisfying. I also do this with the new story that I tell my sons every night, the good night story that I come up with every night. There's a distinct difference. When I'm with them, I don't ask that question. They give me the words and I just start talking. And I, it just happens through me. I'm not thinking what's the structure, what's the end, where I'm going with this. It just goes. When they're not in front of me, I've gotten into the habit of thinking about the entire story, mm. coming up with the plot, beginning, middle, and end, understand. And only then do I start hitting record and I record the audio and send it over. The, what's not true that I discovered today while writing is that the asking of what will the story be about or what will I write about, that that saves me time. It doesn't. Because sometimes it leads to 40 minutes of me procrastinating before I start recording the story because I can't come up with a good story. So I'm thinking about the plot what will I record today? What will I record today? And I'm back in email or I'm making myself a sandwich. Or I do something else and oh shit, no story, plot. What's the plot? What's the... I just procrastinate. Mm-hmm. So I've wasted as much time thinking about the story before recording the story. I would have wasted a lot less time just recording. Yeah. What I would have done is I would have recorded sometimes where the end result I wasn't proud of or wasn't perfect, right? Yeah. Sometimes the stumble of improvisation is a beautiful dance. And sometimes the stumble right. of improvisation is just an ugly stumble. <laughs> stumble. Yeah. Right. That's it. And you, I, and, and your willingness to stumble increases the chances of it becoming a beautiful dance, right? The letting mm-hmm. go of it lets it mm-hmm. flow out of you and usually in beautiful mm-hmm. ways. And when you start the improvisation and you're like, I'm stumbling, this is awkward, then it becomes a fall. Mm. And you might end, end the thing with feeling terrible about entering into this without preparation. Right? Why did I just start without thinking this through? This sucked. Mm. But the, the struggle is just in the holding on to the need to perform. You don't have a need to perform and, well. And you end up spending so much time thinking about doing the thing yeah. and much less time doing it versus with the other way, you could just do twice as much and you would still save half the time sometimes, you know? And there's something, there's, there's a time and place to be prepared, mm-hmm. right? We all know people that have stumbled when they shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. We have all stumbled when we shouldn't have, because we should have been prepared. 
And we did not not prepare because we want a beautiful improvisation. We just didn't prepare because we're lazy or dumb or something else, right? Distracted. It, we just didn't do our job. That's different. But then there are activities that don't need you to be perfect, right? Where the stakes are not that high, where it's not, you just have to do your homework, right? Just study for the test. There's no improvisation here. There are times where for you to do the thing right, to be, for you to live fully and alive, you have to improvise at times. Jump. That's the point of it. Sort of like you're jumping off a cliff into the wild ocean, but you're, before you jump, you spent like a week, you have a parachute, you have a bungee rope, you have all kinds of tools. You're trying to make this jump as secure as possible. And by the time you jump, what's even the point? If you want safe, sit, don't jump. Like the, don't point, jump the point of jumping into this ocean is the thrill that there's some layer of danger involved, right? If you want to kill the thrill, then you don't have to do the activity. You could do something else. And the stories with my kids, oftentimes, that's a, a very playful, magical thing. My stories don't have to be perfect, but I like being great, especially in front of them, but in front of everybody and myself. So I don't want to, like when I'm in front of them, there's a cert, some sort of, a sort of magic by their presence that I just flow. But when they're not around, I don't trust myself to flow. So I prepare. Mm -hmm. But there is, there is a magic. It, it's fine. Like some of the writing that I've done where I asked myself before, what do I want? I've not had it yet where it became like a painful thing where I was, what should I write about? Oh, I don't know. Well, then let, let's write later. I never have done that yet. I mean, I just started a week ago or something or two weeks ago. No, a week ago. So it's not been enough days, right? Mm -hmm. And I've not had it where I thought about it for minutes. It's always been, what am I writing about? And three seconds later, this. Ah, cool. Let's go, right? That's uh, nice. Yeah. But today was beautiful because today I was surprised about what I wrote. Mm -hmm. But I was only able to surprise myself about what I wrote and what I learned about myself while writing because I jumped and I was okay with any outcome. There's nothing, like I literally just leaped forward. I did not think for a second, I want to land well in the water or I want this to look good or I don't know how this go, but come on, you can do it, it's gonna be good. I had no attachment to the outcome. I started writing and I was completely okay with it. Sometimes I, have said, I'm okay with whatever outcome, but there was a 10% reservation. There was a little bit of a holding on to wanting it to be good. That alone can ruin it. It's ever so slight the difference between you really don't care and you care not too much, but a little bit. But I didn't care today. And maybe not caring is not enough. I could have not cared and it would have been nothing, right? A nothing sauce. I'm not saying this is a guaranteed recipe, but the beauty in my experience today was that the writing happened to me. I didn't make the writing. And it was surprising. Yeah. I wrote yeah. something that as I was writing it, I was learning something that I was not thinking about consciously before or after. It was not on top of my mind. It was just, it just It's like happened. you discovered it. It came to you. You tapped into something. Then, yes. Yeah, you received then, it almost. 
Exactly. It's like a, it was received versus it was created. And that led to the final part as I was writing was like, what is the point of living if you're not getting lost sometimes? Because I think part of what I was writing was about like, when you leap into something, it might lead to a beautiful place or to a dead end. You just don't know, but that is part of the magic. And then I was like, what's the point of being alive if you've never gotten lost? And that led to the thought that I've lost my way by way of never getting lost. Like my focus became to never get lost anymore in life. Hence, I've lost the beauty of all the available paths I could take to experience life. I've now narrowed down narrow down my options of what I can see and where I can go to only places I know in control. And I've been thinking like now that is working inside of me, that thought of when is the, when is it right to be prepared? And when it is, when is it beautiful to let go and just flow? Yeah. And I, I noticed like a lot of times with you where we would jump on calls, in the past, I would ask myself, what am I going to talk about today to Ramin? This is actually something, mm -hmm. I, it's something I have on my mind almost with anybody that I talk to. I very rarely will get on a call with someone and just flow. It's not that I have an agenda, but I have an idea of what we might discuss. Yeah. And it's part of my personality of yeah. taking ownership of this conversation and making sure yeah. that when we get to talk, there's something to talk about. Not risking yeah. that we're going to get lost, not risking that it's not going to be a good call, always making sure. And I'm okay then if the person leads the conversation in a different direction, but I, I, I'm never totally blank slate. Now, the last week or two of our conversations, every conversation, I'm a blank slate. Mm -hmm. Even mm -hmm. today, I thought earlier, I want to talk about pigeons. And then 20 minutes before we talked, I was like, I don't even want to talk to Remy, but I know it's going to be fun. I just don't see it now. Like, I just don't want to talk right now. Yeah. And then yeah. we start yeah. talking and it just is flowing out of me. It just kind of happens. I'm not, I don't know what I want to talk to you about. Um, but That's so funny, man. Like, I sense that. And I had this thought where I'm like, oftentimes, Steely is like, kind of like this train on a track, on a conversation, moving in a clear direction, right? But recently, I was like, ah, interesting. It's now it's kind of more like, I don't know, strolling around, walking a bit, like, and it doesn't have that clear, strong pull in one particular direction. Yes, because I don't fucking know. Yeah. And some of our calls have been my favorite conversations of the yeah. entire year. Yeah. yeah. This has been a lot. You know what? It, you know, the one big difference is every conversation we've had in the last one to two weeks, however long this has been going on, less last week for sure, every single one hour conversation, I've been more energized and happier at the end than at the beginning. Yeah. And I can't say that about all our calls. It was yeah. kind of a hit or miss, right? Sometimes we ended yes. with magic and sometimes we started with it and then kind of at the end, it was just work and sometimes it was just work. It's kind of a mixed bag. Now, I don't know what we produce. Like I, it's not like, oh, we had this, these great nuggets that everybody needs to hear, but I don't give a fuck. Like 
I am filled with gratitude and energy and I enjoyed the conversation with you without the thinking of, does this produce good content? Did we create any good ideas? Was this quote unquote productive, right? I'm just like, this yeah. is enjoyable. I just love fucking jamming with Ramin, just shooting the shit. Just, and that's not typically how I go about things because I bring too much seriousness and everything. And so I, am, I have ownership. I have a call with Ramin. Let me make sure that if all strings, if, if everything doesn't work out, I have things to talk about. So it's going to be a useful call. Mm. And that, again, don't want to poo on that. That has its time and place. But right. when you do that with everything in life, you just shit on being alive. It just, it makes, as I yeah. said, it creates now you're in this new town and you've Google map three places you can walk to safely and boom, all, this is all you're going to see. Mm -hmm. and what you've lost is you've lost the chance to discover the town and yourself through it yeah but you'd have to take the close yourself to like feeling the vibe and and just going with the flow you've closed yourself to experience yourself and this place fully but to do that you have to be open to the idea of getting lost to getting to bad places to getting to ugly places to wait wasting quote-unquote time you have to that is the price of admission not willing to get lost you can't find yourself right i'm full of quotes today it's just raining out of me can't control it <laughs> it's like i don't know i don't know what to tell you this is just this and i'm throwing all this magic just in front of you it's just like that is the only thing that pains me if we could replace you on these calls with like about a million people in an audience then this would be actually <laughs> worthwhile but now i have so all i have is you as an audience and i'm giving you like magic <laughs> magic my best pearls before swine man pearls it's, before it's, swine. it's fucking Jimi hendrix playing his best songs in front of the friend <laughs> and, and no we all have never heard these songs it's a crime against mm -hmm. humanity that's what it is mm -hmm. um i know you got better songs though they're good but i know you got better ones yeah 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 fuck you fuck you yeah i've never i've never realized this as clearly as I have moments ago when I was, when this was writing itself. Like I, and I, as I said, I've not thought about this in the last couple of weeks. This has not been a topic. I've not read a book about this. This just crystallized itself. But it, it you know, you know the, the moment I wrote it, I could see the pattern in my life. I could see it mm -hmm. over so many different things. Um, yeah. And how it affects these things in ways that were not visible to me before. If I've read, if I read somewhere the quote, even the, the like, you can't find yourself if you're not ready to get lost. If, you, or if you're not willing to get lost, you can't find yourself. That's the kind of word vomit that so sounds poetic, but it's very hard to see the meaning in it. Like I could read that and go, sure. It's like everything is nothing and nothing is everything. And in, in nothing, everything is something, but something is not nothing and everything is all. And it's like, what? This means... This is just word garbage, but it sounds poetic. This is beautiful, beautiful word salads. But now when I say it, it's full of meaning. Like what I say is deep and meaningful and practical. I know exactly what this means to me in my life. It's not just some words. But I could see me saying, tweeting it in a moment, and I could see myself 
a day ago reading it and going, ah, this means nothing. Like, what does this mm -hmm. mean? <laughs> Whatever. Mm -hmm. You're not ready to mm -hmm. get lost. You can find what? I don't know what this means. Somebody's trying very hard to sound deep. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> Somebody's trying to be philosophical. That's all this is. There you go. Yeah, look. that's an interesting one. Why, why, like, we can read something or think something on one day and another time. It is so meaningful to us. Yeah, because this goes back to what we've talked about so much. This is, this is something that I've, this is one of the few things that I've discovered on my own when it comes to reading books, I think. And that I'm like, this should be more well known, but... You cannot consume anything. It's actually not just words. Ah, you know, it, it seems more meaningful to me with words than with like other art forms. You and the words you're consuming, hearing or reading are a unique experience in that moment. It's not just the words. It's you in that moment that is kind of the, the ground on which those words are either a seed that can grow into meaning or not. But it's so difficult for us to see ourselves as half of the equation, right? I read a book, or like, let me say, I, I read a sentence and it meant nothing. And a year later, I read the same sentence and it meant everything. It made me cry, it made me break down. How can this be? Well, the words were only half of it. You were the other half and you are not a stable. And the words are actually stable. Like the words are not changing during time. But we are so not a stable entity. We yeah. are real fluid and so ever-changing from one moment to the next. So you could read the same sentence 30 times and have 27 different responses to the same thing, especially when time passes. Like that's even more mm -hmm. pronounced if you read something today and then 10 years later you read it, right? It's not... Yeah. Is not even this it has nothing to do like you you could swear i've read certain books five six times books i loved and at the sixth time there were chapters in there that i could swear didn't exist before like i could mm -hmm. i could have sworn given sworn testimony in front of a judge that this chapter did not exist before it's impossible yeah. i know this book inside yeah. out i love this book It is not possible that I read this before yeah. and forgot about yeah. it. Yeah. But I did because at that time, that chapter wasn't shit to me. Like it was just like, yeah. whatever, I don't care. That didn't resonate, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What is that background noise? What is drip? Is that a, a tie, a clock? No. Something went cluck. Oh, there's a oh. construction that took. Yeah, it's construction. Ah, construction. So there's like a, a, a Thai-motivated worker hammering something. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, Germany, you got like, we should make... Like, <laughs> we should, could we make this a sound for like an Apple Watch or something that I could download? Like, uh, and it's like a little Thai worker that's hammering as the time, as the time piece. <laughs> That'd be dope. And actually, the, the, it would be deep as well because... The thing I love uh, about Thais, and I have very limited understanding of Thai culture and Thai people, I've only visited a, a bunch of times, I've never lived there, but, and I'm not Thai, but there is a sabai sabai to Thai culture, like, mm -hmm. a, you know, take it easy, work, but not too mm -hmm. hard, don't forget to have fun <laughs> and smile along the way, there's yeah. need for a break, take two just to be safe, you know, <laughs> <laughs> so, there's that life philosophy 
that mm-hmm. uh, that we need to be layered on top of our time you know just mm-hmm. like eh, this watch is going to be going half a second slower than all watches <laughs> you're going to be losing mm-hmm. an hour in the day but you're really going to be winning your life this is the this is the negotiation your day is only going to have 23 hours on your watch but your life is going to get you know much richer much much yeah. cooler because of it yeah. Yeah. there you go it's a good deal the the tie watch i like it i like we should we should develop this um. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right